Not a very good morning, everyone. Hey, good morning, hey, girls. Hey, who's that? Have you missed me? Oh, g'day, Patty. <laughs> Every morning I called Mark Patty and then, no, oh, no. So today I had to say, geez, who's this? How are you, mate? You're back. You're back. I'm back, yes. And it wasn't COVID. Um, just a, I don't know, flu or something like that. Yeah. Worse. Yeah. And In- to make it worse, uh, we had a royal visit at home. So King Henry was up from Bangalore. Mm-hmm. Uh, so who gets run of the place? The king. He, he does. Yeah, obviously. So I'm, it was like being a prisoner in my own home. How many monitors you got in your bedroom? <laughs> well, I only had one, so it wasn't like being up at Channel 7. It's unbelievable. Mm, you probably hardly years. know what's been going on with one monitor. Oh, I've been catching up. <laughs> I'm sure. I the have been catching up. remote needed batteries. <laughs> yeah, exactly right, yeah. Uh, well, it's been great viewing, hasn't it? Uh, cricket team going mm, beautifully. Actually, the, going the, seriously, the cricket team are listening to you. Yes. They must listen to gloves off. Yes. How much power should, have you got? Should I be careful or should I go harder? <laughs> Stargy sent a photo. My What is he? My nephew-in-law. Yeah. And uh, so, see, we dropped into a pub, like you said. And there they are all sitting around having a beer. But no patrons. I said, where'd they all nick off? <laughs> and I say, it looks to me, they're still in their kit. Yeah. So they, there's a bar, there's a pub outside the uh, Perth Stadium. Yeah. Right there. So maybe they're... Popped in there and had a few on the way back to Crown where they stay and walk walk back there. But good on you, boys. You, I thought they played quite impressively, mm-hmm. and uh, it was a, a good hit out. They're saying that it was a dog, dogged performance by the West Indies, and we, I'd agree with that. Their top order were quite dogged mm. and batting against our bowling onslaughts, but but I don't think there was much else. I did, I think they lacked sharpness and they lacked fitness. The West Indies, they've got to get a lot better and. You know, my suspicions are they might collapse in Adelaide. Yeah, they barely got a wicket, didn't they? I think what would they take six wickets mm. over, and we scored, you know, eight hundred runs or something like that, seven hundred odd runs. So and batted very well. Those first innings, knocks mm. by Manus and Steve Smith were some of the best batting I've seen both of them do, and that's saying something. So really good, Travis Head aggression. Yep, it was a good hit out for when they're going to need to be that good under pressure. They, they were that good when the pressure wasn't so much on, but under pressure against South Africa in a couple of weeks' time, well, they, they should be ready. Yeah, you can be tipping there'll be a few more wickets than six fall against this South African attack. We can't, I can't wait for that test series to tell you the truth. Yeah, but, no, it's pretty good. I mean, yeah, look, but all kudos to, you know, someone like Manus. You know, 200 and 100 becomes, what, only the third ever Australian. Is it? I think I think Dougie Walters and Greg Chappell are the only other two who have done it at 200 and a, and a century yeah. in the test match. Oh, so, he's racking them yeah. up, isn't he? Yeah. So, good on him. Uh, yeah, very good by the boys. I like their mannerisms. You know, they, they were very appreciative of those who turned up. I'm going to talk about the crowds and what, what possibly created a lack of crowd in Perth. Mm. Um, in my gloves off today, Paddy. Yeah, plenty obviously going on around in, in the world of sport, and we'd love to hear from you. 13, 13, 55. Give us a call. What do you think of the Socceroos? We'll have Adam Peacock on from Qatar a little later on. By the way, England at the moment, 2-0 over Senegal. France already through this morning, uh, Mbappe with a couple, three-one over Poland. Uh, Olivier Giroud, his fifty-second goal for France, passing Thierry Henry as their greatest ever. So records toppling again, but Mbappe, how good is he? 
Uh, mm. A couple this morning and France go through. They await the winner of this one, and it looks like it's going to be England, even though they're only early in the second half, England leading. It's coming home. That's what they'll be saying. Over but, yeah, we'll, we'll have a chat to Adam Peacock uh, from Qatar this morning uh, as well. So Brighton Homes open line. Tell us what you thought of the Socceroos. Uh, 13 13 55 or that text line 0467 736 736. I saw the reaction yesterday close up, Hills. It was pretty exciting to tell you the truth. We, we went 2-0 down. And I thought, uh, Sess was keen to go for a bit of a stroll, and I was Jeez, that's early. finally up and about. Um, Just chuck in another cough, mate. Just give it. <laughs> well, she'd say, oh, like you it, better yeah. stay in bed, Pat. I'll go for a walk. So we went for a stroll uh, over towards the city. Did and, you hold hands? Oh, there was brief holding oh, hands. Oh, was there really? <laughs> and where was Henry gone? Uh, Henry's already back in Bangalore. Yeah, yes. right, yeah. So we got, um, we were just crossing the Victoria Bridge. And this unbelievable roar broke out. I said, oh, the Socceroos must have scored. So we've hastened across to the square, and it was just amazing. Yeah? Yeah. What square? Really. King George Square. Yeah, it right. was packed to capacity. The you were doing people fart leg training. Yeah. You know, going fast, <laughs> slow, fast, slow, that type of thing. Got to get to the square, love. Yeah. It was, uh, it was really, really good. See, there's something cricket's got to get better at. Why, why does football have that on their own? Mm. You know? Let's start some live sites all the time. Get the beanbags out. Well, it was quite exciting to be oh, part of it. Fantastic. You know, just, yeah, yeah. The, the gold shirts everywhere. It was Five great. in the morning. What and, about Circular Key? Did you see that? Yeah. 25,000. And, and Fed Square. Packed to the capacities. Yeah. They, they, they couldn't let any more in. Graham Arnold spoke uh, on his pride, uh, as you would. I mean, this has been an unbelievable campaign, our best campaign ever. 06 was the last time we got through to the knockout stage. We didn't score a goal. And uh, we won two matches. So uh, he comes away with a side that was pilloried before they left pilloried. and come home as national heroes. So this was Arnie, uh, who's been great with us. He's always been, you know, wonderful with his time and chatting to us as well. So good on him because he's a real good bloke. Yeah, look, I've, I just said to the boys, I couldn't be more proud of the effort and the, uh, you know, the everything they gave to me and uh, for the nation. Um, it's been a it's been a four and a half journey, uh, four and a half year journey. It's been a, a tough journey for a lot of a lot of the uh, for everyone. But uh, of course, we we're a bit disappointed because I felt that uh, we could have got something more out of it. But uh, I'm pretty sure that, uh, and I really hope that Australia is very very proud of these players. Yes, we are. We are very proud. Yeah. Yep. Really, really good. Um, pity we didn't get the you know a, a softer team mm. in the round of sixteen to start us in, but anyway that wasn't to be. And a bit like our eighty nine Ashes team, they went away. When everyone's saying though, this have we ever sent away a worst Socceroos team? Well, the before next we one, came here, everyone said we were the worst Socceroos team ever to qualify for a World Cup, and we're the worst Socceroos team ever. And uh, you know that's just uh, you know that's gone now. Uh, we've uh, done exceptionally well. Um, Obviously, making the last 16 for the first time since 2006 and the only soccer team to win two games at a World Cup in a row. Um, so the mixture of those young boys that, uh, that we had and the senior boys uh, has worked well. So the privilege of being the worst Socceroos team will fall on the next team now no. <laughs> because they've got those shoes to fill. Um, and I think they've used that beautifully. He has through the campaign, and he's mm. he did get into the crowd, didn't he? And there was big pressure on Arnie in March, and anyway, he's got through it and got through it extremely well. So now he just needs a break. He's 
he uh, has to take some time off before he even considers whether I want to do this again. Yeah, I'd love to know whether you're part of those live sites yesterday. I wasn't the only one. They were also in Park Road at Milton. Uh, big crowd there. There oh, were little walk, pockets geez, around the city. That's a fair walk. No, we didn't go you that went, far. Well, no, we why didn't. not Mount Kether? <laughs> no, didn't, didn't get to Park Road, but there were good crowds there as well. Uh, were you part of the live sites yesterday? Give us a call. Tell us about it because, uh, the, uh, you know, I just flitted past and uh, had a bit of a look and it was great. It really was. Brighton Homes Open Line, 13, 13, 55. Uh, what else has been going well, on? The Holden's one. There yeah. you go, Paddy. You've got a Holden win to finish. Yeah, a little uh, Holden fairy tale farewell. So Mostert Saturday, Brock Feeney yesterday. He's only 20, Feeney. He's, mm. he's going to be a superstar. Yeah. Well, you know, we've known this for some time. I remember doing uh, when they were doing practice last year, at the end of last year, out at, um, uh, out at Ipswich, and I was chatting to the bosses of uh, Red Bull, and they said, look, don't worry, we'll have a bit of panel beating to do this year, his first year, because he was taking Win Cup seat. So, you know, you're just jumping into the seat of an absolute icon of the sport. Mm-hmm. And he said, yeah, he said he'll, he'll tangle a few with the walls and he'll bump a couple of other drivers because it's all part of the learning experience. Still a teenager then. But to well, come he out... he didn't and... have his licence. <laughs> yeah, I know. This is what amazes me. These kids that are driving these cars and, you know, at 15 and 16 when they're not old enough to go on the road yet, you know, behind the wheel of a car and they're, they're driving at 250 k's. But... Feeney yesterday, it was a, it was a wonderful story. I know he took a, few, a bit of the limelight away from Van Gisberg and he had a pretty tough weekend, to tell you the truth. But uh, he's been the dominant driver all year, Van Gisberg, and the trophy is rightfully his. But this was just another little exclamation mark for Red Bull, who are based here. They're based at Mudgee, so they're a Queensland team. But Feeney taking uh, a, a memorable win to finish the supercar season off. He's got a one-second margin. He's got to put the foot on the brake for that to stop this car and he pulls it up nice and straight at the apex of the turn Brock Feeney advances the trouble Brock Feeney take a bow your very first supercar victory yeah, what a way to do it as Holden's last ever race in this category and uh, you know obviously we get the Gen 3 cars next year right, but, but uh, so Gen 3 it's Mustangs and what? Camaros the Chevy Camaros and so does the Chevy badge go on the front? Yeah. Uh, Holden so, badge, gone. Gone. What, even in cars in Australia too? Well, not but, they, but they haven't been anyway. made here since 2017 anyway. No, but they've been selling them. Yeah. So why don't we keep selling Holden? Well, they, you can only buy them secondhand, obviously. Now. Oh, can you? Yeah, yeah, you can't get oh, new Holdens. Aren't they getting made, made the, in the, Thailand or the something? The mighty Calais is the last of its breed. Yeah. Wow, the, the mighty Calais V8. I keep so, telling you that. Eels. I wonder if all of their It'll navigation be a good buy screens. For you. I wonder if all their navigation screens go off all the time. <laughs> what? Um, yeah. So they're, they're not even in. Have, uh, they haven't even been selling them, even from Thailand. Well, they made the, Is that Toyota that does that? Makes them in Thailand, brings them in now. They made they made a brand uh, from over in Germany for a while, didn't they? Oh, rare, was it? Yeah. yeah okay, yeah, Germany. I think so. Yeah. Why don't they keep doing that? Well, I don't know. It's starting to come good. But don't yeah, ask me questions won. I can't answer for you. Maybe well, is Adelaide, was Adelaide a, pop, Adelaide a popular 500 track? Um, they got 256,000. Seems pretty popular. Yeah, over the weekend. It was massive. They haven't been there because of COVID for three years. And uh, they had the killers to finish off last uh-huh. night. Um, so, yeah, it's been a, a hell of a party. So, yeah, they love it. In Adelaide, mm. it was massive. Uh, but Feeney, yeah, n- naturally, toast of the paddock last night, and so he should be this kid. I can't believe it. Um, 
Yeah, it's been an awesome year, but I felt like the win was always so close and to get it at the last race in front of all these fans for Holden uh, means so much and everyone that supported me, uh, it's been one hell of a ride and, you know, in that race I was out to show that hopefully next year I can be a contender. So for Gales Golf Club, we'll also talk about uh, the golf a little later on. We'll hear from Adrian Moronk, but just wrapping up what happened at the Australian oh, Open. Yes. Adrian Moronk from Poland held off the Aussies. Adam Scott uh, with a, a double at 17 really in, ended his charge. And then Ashby Hoy became the first South African to win the uh, the Women's Open. Uh, she's the Open champion, the British Open champion. She, she came here with a wonderful pedigree. So a couple of international winners, the first pole to put his name on. They said uh, there were wonderful shots of him later in the day sitting there with the, the trophy and just looking at the names on the trophy, you know, the Nicholases and the Normans and the you know, just the, the great names of the past that have won this event. And he was just in awe. And, of course, you know, he's idolised someone like um, Adam Scott as well. So it was just great. Smith, Cameron Smith, we know, missed out on the third round cut, which was uh, introduced for this event. Too many beers. Yeah, look. Too at, many beers at Mooney Valley. I'm certain you guys spoke about it last week. I mean, the vision from the, the Brecky Creek was just sensational. I, I, I thought it was just great. Oh, that was Brecky Creek. He was on it at Mooney Valley on Friday night. <laughs> no, he was watching Mooney Valley races. Was yeah. he watching them? Yeah, he's too many he beers there. in and then he's found out... Um, oh, geez, I've made the first I've made cut. The cut. I've made the cut. I better get back on the waters. But, oh, some of my best golf has been played with a lot of beers under my belt. So, Cameron, you've got to learn to do that, yeah, son. You're not invited to the Australian Open very often. Yeah, no, so, no, good on him. He, he, that that has been a tiring fortnight. Yeah, so much to talk about. England 3-0 now over Senegal. So they'll be going through. We're going to get a mouth-watering quarterfinal there. France v England. France already through. Uh, beating, uh, uh, winning this morning over Poland 3-1 and England 3-0 up over you know, Senegal. Right you know Ashley Buhoy? Yes. There's a story, isn't it? Mm. Like, she's been coming to Australia since she was 13. Mm. It's unbelievable. Yeah, she's well known down here. I don't know. Who'd she stay popular. with? But, uh, How well, did they, they put they, her on a plane and over you go? Yeah, there'd be wonderful stories about oh, that. Yeah. yeah. And then Kip Poppet mm. was the all-abilities winner. Okay, yeah, because um, they played English, for three titles. Englishman. So, and he was very, like uh, Laurent, look, Moronk, looking at the trophy, Yeah, he, he was very, very proud. But now in the, the good old days when we were covering it, um, the All Abilities guys, and, and when I was prowling the fairways, they are just phenomenal. Yeah. What they can do with a golf ball. With, with, the, with the disabilities that they carry, uh, oh, boy, they're, they're fun to watch. And just, they, they possess some game. I wonder how it went. I wonder how it all went. We well, I, I read there was a little bit of criticism on the Saturday because of the length of time. I think a couple of the rounds took five hours 20, which is not acceptable. Um, you know, well, Minwoo Lee took about 12 minutes yesterday on one shot. Uh, God, you shouldn't be allowed to do that. Do, do, do Liv have a shot clock? Is oh, yeah, they all have shot clocks. Yeah. yeah. Well, I can't believe they let him go so far. And then he didn't play the shot very well anyway. Mm. No, five hours twenty for a for a round of golf is unacceptable. Yeah, but where was everyone? Where was the market? Uh, they all just got backed up. I think the size of the fields, etc. They just uh, uh, weather wasn't a drama down there. They, no. I know the hot northerly was in yesterday, which you know just gives you a little bit of extra attention. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Ma uh, Mark's mentioning this as well. There's drivable par fours out there on both courses, so th th that that yes. causes the bank ups. Um, anyway. As does a drivable par five in two. 
when you reach things in two. There's a couple of eagle chances, and uh, Adam Scott took one of those. <laughs> he blew up on the 15th, did he? He got a bit conservative, he's saying. Yeah, there was only a on shot On the 15th, took yeah. an iron, whereas Moronk, Moronk took a... Took a uh, driver and got a birdie. Hey, we've got to get moving because it's 6.19 here and Vanessa's been very patient. She's been waiting. In the... Hello, Vanessa. Hello, good morning. 